Heavenly Father, as we open your word, I pray you would give me the words to speak about the, the beauty and the wonder and the value of this season that leads up to the celebration of the birth of your son. Lord, encourage and equip us in all areas of life to live kingdom first every day of every week of every year for the glory and honor of Jesus. Amen. Please be seated. I would like everybody, kids, adults, to think for a moment about some things that you wait for in your life. Periods of time where you are waiting. Something that you look forward to, but it doesn't come right away. And so you're stuck waiting. And then I want to ask for a couple of volunteers among those that are under the age of 14. What are some things that you wait for? Anybody? Christmas. Yeah, that's kind of a big one, right? What else do you wait for? Say it louder. Birthdays. Wait for birthdays, for Christmas. Definitely wait for presents. What else? Halloween. First day of school. Last day of school. Probably last day more than first day. There's a lot of waiting, isn't there? I mean, a lot of things that we, that we wait for. I find waiting difficult. Anybody else? Raise your hand if you find waiting difficult. We have a few very spiritually mature people in here and then the rest of us. <laughs> yeah, waiting is not easy, is it? Um, in fact, ooh, hey, James, would you grab one of those boxes for me that's on that blue box, one of those orange boxes? Um, I have something for the kids. Thank you, sir. Um, hey, I have, for the kids, 20 dozen donut holes. There are three more boxes. You get them after the service. Now, I'm going to leave them up here just so you can see them during the service. I should walk. They smell good, too. And I can smell the sugar. I think I'm getting jittery just smelling this box. Um, waiting is hard, isn't it? Like, we don't like to wait for things. Let me ask you, how many times when you're going on a vacation and you're driving there, do you ask your parents, are we there yet? A million times. It just keeps happening because that waiting is hard. And yet, parents, does waiting get much easier as we get older? <laughs> I mean, we're still like, e even just standing in a line for something. Like the waiting, it's hard. Waiting is not easy. And one of the things that waiting does 
we start focusing on things, it's almost like, have you ever watched a clock? Just sit and stare at a clock and see how slow it goes. Waiting is that kind of thing. It seems like when we're actually waiting, not only do we get impatient and a little bit frustrated, but it seems like time goes slower as we're waiting for this thing to happen. Did you know that during the time of Jesus, they were waiting? Now, they weren't waiting for a birthday or for Christmas in particular. They weren't waiting to get somewhere on vacation. They weren't waiting for school to end. But they were waiting. Here is what they were waiting for. This is out of the book of Isaiah. For to us, a child is born. To us, a son is given. And the government shall be upon his shoulder. And his name shall be called Wonderful, Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Of the increase of his government and of peace, there will be no end. And on the throne of David, And over his kingdom, he will establish it and uphold it with justice and righteousness from this time forth and forevermore. They were waiting. Just like you wait, they were waiting. What's the longest you've ever waited for something? I mean, if you think about maybe your birthday, like you have a birthday, and then it ends, and you start thinking about your next birthday, you have about 364 days. That's a long time. Like Christmas... Probably you've already started waiting, even though we haven't hit it December yet, right? So you've got about a month. You know how long they were waiting? That right there, what I just read to you, was written about 700 years before Jesus came. It wasn't days or months or years. It was centuries that they were waiting. Could you imagine waiting that long? What were they waiting for? They were waiting for a promise. God had told his people, I'm going to send you someone who will rescue you. I'm going to send you somebody who's going to bring peace to your life. I'm going to send you somebody who's going to take care of you. I'm going to send you the one who will be the king. And they were waiting, generation after generation after generation after generation, they were waiting. Now, if waiting is so hard, and I just want to ask you real quickly, does anybody like to wait? Raise your hand. Anybody? We've got one right here. One person likes to wait. You're awesome. Yeah, yeah, nobody likes to wait, so why in the world does God make us wait so long? Why do we have to go through these periods of waiting? Aren't they just like, I mean, is God trying to make us miserable? I mean, is that kind of his goal? Like, let me see if I can just be mean and make you all super unhappy. Because I'll tell you what, just look around sometime when you're over at Target and the lines are super long and just see how happy everybody is. Is in those lines. Why the wait? Why do we wait? Maybe the problem, 
And kids, I want you to think about this, especially because I know you're all waiting for Christmas right now. You're all very excited and you can't wait to see what you get. That morning when you get to open all those presents and I want you to think about this. The reason that we wait is because we need to be prepared. There's actually a thing happening in the waiting. Now some of this is obvious. I want you to think about this. Imagine you came to school and on day one, the teacher gave you every single test that you were gonna take for the entire year and said, here, just take them all. How would you do on the tests? Now the first one, you might do okay because it's probably review from the year before that. Then they're gonna get progressively harder, right? And at some point you're gonna to get to some tests that you, you don't even know what the material is because you haven't taught that material, at least most of you. Some of you are just brilliant and you do it all. There's a reason you don't get all the tests at the beginning, right? What if, those of you that play sports, what if day one, you walked right into the finals? You didn't have the season. You didn't have all the practicing. You weren't getting ready and getting better over time. You just stepped right into it. We need to be prepared for things. Because otherwise, we will not be ready for that big event, for the full meaning of that event. Here's something that we do every year as a family. Many of you know this because we've been doing it all, most of the years we've been at Redemption. Every summer, my family goes to Colorado. We take about a week, we get a cabin, we go to Colorado. We get out of the 114,000 degree weather of Texas summer, and we go into this beautiful forest, and we spend time as a family. But do you know when we start getting ready for that trip? It's like three months ahead of time. And it's not just us. It's our kids. Like, my daughter starts researching all the places we can go. Where can we go whitewater rafting? Where can we go horseback riding? What are the trails that we can walk on? Usually when we're in Colorado, they do a movie. Like just an iPhone movie. And so they start writing their script. They start looking for the, the clothing to be outdoors and, and explore in the, in the forest. What are they doing? They're getting ready. And can I tell you how much more meaningful the trip is when we go on it? Right? Imagine this happened in your household. Right? Put on your imaginations for a minute. You wake up on Christmas morning, all right, here we are, December 25th, Christmas morning, you wake up, and this is what your family does. You go into the garage, assuming you have a fake tree, you get your tree, if you don't, you go somewhere and buy your tree, or you go somewhere and cut down your tree. You bring your tree back, you decorate your tree, you do gingerbread houses, you do Christmas cookies, you do shopping, you wrap all of your presents, you put all the presents under the tree, you unwrap all of the presents, you have your meal, how would that day be? Chaotic. Instead, what happens? Like, our tradition is on Thanksgiving, we put our tree up. That, that's become our tradition in our family. We get up early on Thanksgiving morning, and we put our tree up. And then what happens? For a whole month, 
we're enjoying the tree and we're thinking about Christmas. And then somewhere along the line, we do Christmas cookies. And then we go out and we look at Christmas lights at some point. What are we doing? We're getting ready. Yeah. We're letting it sink in, the season that we're in. Instead of just having it all come at once and then it's gone, we're enjoying it and exploring it throughout the whole season, getting to this one day. That's the preparation. That's what we can do during times of waiting, is we get ready. What are we getting ready for? All right, Christmas morning, what happens? You get up, you get presents. You open all the presents. How many of you have like a Christmas meal? Raise some hands, yeah. Uh, grandparents come over, or, or a parent, uh, aunts or uncles or family comes over. You go to their house. You do all these great things, right? That's all part of it. Those are wonderful, beautiful things. What is the primary thing as Christians that we celebrate on Christmas morning? Jesus. Our gifts for, to and from one another are great. Our time together, our meal, all of it is great. But there is one gift that we're celebrating above all the gifts. It's the same thing they were waiting for. We are celebrating the coming of the one who loves us, who wants to care for us, who wants to forgive us, who wants to give us hope. We're celebrating that gift above all the other gifts. Now, let me put this together for you and close this out. Kids, this season that we call Advent, Advent means coming. It's the coming of Christ. This season that we have, we are preparing for that day. We're getting our hearts in a good place. Because over time, we forget things, right? Do you forget anything over time? What happens to the summer and you go back to school and you're like, oh my goodness, what is that? Oh, it's a number. I forgot what that was. I mean, we just forget stuff. Advent is a season to get our hearts ready so that when we get to Christmas morning, not only are we celebrating all the gifts that are under the tree, but we're also celebrating the greatest gift that we could ever receive in Christ. And so here's what we do through Advent. I'm gonna give you a couple of things that we are offering to our church family. Right? And kids, one of the reasons I wanted you here is because I want you to hear what we're offering to our church family. One, we've cut some stuff out. Right? What we don't want is for everybody to be so darn busy with church things that you can't celebrate your family and Jesus and this season. So we cut some things out. Here's what we are doing. Number one, we have four Sunday morning services. All of them are centered on Advent. All of them are centered on getting our hearts ready to receive Jesus. I want to encourage you, if you are able, to be at those four services as part of that preparation. Number two, I mentioned the Advent wreath. Everybody remember the candles? Kids, do you remember the candles we put up here every Christmas season? There's four of those candles. Each of those candles stands for something different. They are lit one week at a time. 
Do you know what's happening? Is on that first week, as you're lighting that candle, you think about hope. And throughout the week, you think about hope. Let me just ask you, do we need hope in our world today? There's some real darkness in our world today. We need hope. Jesus is that hope. And so you light that candle the first week, and you can light it every single night, and you can pray about hope and think about hope as you are getting your heart ready to think about that day for Jesus. And then you go along, and each week there's another candle, another thing to think on and to dwell on and to pray about as you're getting ready for Jesus. Advent wreath, that's the second thing that we're doing. A third thing we're doing just for the kids. You guys are gonna put together some Advent dice. Big dice. And they've got different things on each side so that at night you can roll the dice and you can respond to what's on there with your families. A way of interacting kids and parents. Are we doing anything else? Oh, yeah, I knew there was one really giant thing left. Um, I forgot about it, even though it's taking as much time as anything else that we're doing, probably more. Um, we're also providing a devotional. The reason I'm talking about waiting is because that is central to Advent. But waiting is also central to the season. Our theme throughout Advent is waiting. Right now, kids are waiting for me to get done so they can get to their donuts. Waiting is the whole theme for this season. And so we are writing a devotional on waiting. How do you wait well? And we're gonna go through the lives of Mary, Joseph, Simeon, and the Magi. And we're gonna look at the ways that they waited so that we can learn from that and hopefully all of us can wait better. Even just standing in a line, being in traffic, Whatever it would be, wherever you find yourself in periods of waiting, how do we wait well? So we're gonna provide every family a devotional on waiting. Ladies, if you go to the Advent teaching on Saturday, you'll get the devotional then. Um, everybody else to follow, that Sunday we'll have them here at church, and it'll be online as well. All right, is that it? <laughs> okay. Those are ways we wanna help you prepare get our hearts set, get ready for that Christmas morning to celebrate Christ. All right, that's all I got. I'm done. Nobody believed me I could do a short sermon. It is 1039. It's the shortest sermon I've ever done. But if you will just take away this idea, kids, adults, we're in a season of waiting. Advent gives us a chance to prepare for the coming of Jesus. It also gives us a chance to learn how to just wait better. How many of you would like to learn to just wait better? I mean, I don't really like being grumpy and impatient and upset, yes! Like, I'd, I'd like to just, let's go through this season together, learn to wait better, and prepare our hearts for the coming of Christ. Let's pray. Gracious Heavenly Father, thank you for your great love for us. Thank you that you would send your Son 
And in particular, in this season, Lord, help us to reflect on his coming, on his birth, on what it means for us, on the ways that he can transform who we are, that we might be more like him. And Lord, I pray your blessing over all of the kids in this room, that during this season, you would draw them closer to yourself, that they would come to know your son better, and that every family and every individual in the room, when we come to Christmas morning, we would be celebrating the great gift of Jesus above everything else. And it's in his name that we pray. Amen.